Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live.
Hello? Hello, this is Mike Julie. Hi, Mike. How are you? Tony, is that you? It is, correct. All right. How are you doing? Not bad. Am I coming through okay? Um, yeah, now you are. Sure. Okay. Yep. Is there other um, noise or something? Or? Okay. Um, it was just at the start. I think you're good now. Okay. Yeah, it's just uh, I'm working off of a headset and my laptop rather than my normal home desk and such. Cool. That should be fine. And I'll um, I'll take minutes tonight. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a little bit weird tonight, so. Is is uh, Jim Dayton on the line yet? I just got on, yeah. Oh, hey, Jim. <clears throat> Hello. Checking in. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. How are you? All right. Hey, folks, it's Paul. How's it going? Hi, this is Anna. And this is Caitlin. Hey, Caitlin. Tony, is there any way I can uh, I can discuss financial stuff a little early? I'm, I'm going to have to hop off early, unfortunately. Yours is usually early, so don't worry. Okay, thanks. Double check the agenda to make sure I'm right on that. Now you're a little low. I'll, I'll pull. I'll, I'll pull yeah. No worries. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greg Grace. Hey Greg. Hey Greg. Hey. Okay. Get ball on the call. Um, Mike, you can go ahead and start with rolls. I think we have the we have at least seven people on. Okay. Um, hang on a second. Okay. Um, so we'll say we'll start, uh, Tony. Yep. Oh. Yep. Here. Um, Caitlin, yes. Here. Anna? Yes, here. Um, Allison? I'm on. Hey, Allison. Hey, guys. Um, Sharon? She won't be. Okay. Um, Naomi? Yes. And um, Greg? Here. Uh, all right, who am I missing? Um, well, Jim Dayton's here as well. So. Who did I miss? That's all I have. Okay. Jim Dayton? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah I'm here. Jim, Jim Nelson. Nothing Andrew, Andrew Hom is trying to connect right now. Okay. Uh, Jim Gates. You're struggling a little bit. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. 
All right, that's going to do it. So I have uh, not on yet Sharon, Naomi, and Jim Nelson. Okay. Sounds right. Let's roll on this. Were there any questions about the minutes? Anything that was missing, you think? Okay. Hearing none, move forward. Um, we will be adjusting the agenda per poll. You want to we'll bump you ahead of um, uh, communication. That's okay. I know, Caitlin, you need to leave early too, but I'll, I'll make okay. sure you get through your. That's great. Well. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Any questions on any of the reports that they've seen so far? Okay, hearing none, we'll move on. No special orders tonight. Uh, start with uh, Cardinal. Anything of interest? Um, well, since Andrew's not on, I'll just skip to number two. Um, the biggest thing that, that's going on right now, obviously, is the website. And we got that feedback. Uh, Herman forwarded us that feedback that uh, several members of the DCAA uh, you know, looked through proposed website templates and got back to us. We also met with Mike, uh, Mike Julie, and Herman on Sunday afternoon to like further further expand on the feedback that we did receive. And then we sent that over to SN Works. Um, I think on, on Sunday night or Monday morning. And he just got back to us today with like some of the changes that we proposed. We still want to go, uh, we still need more changes on them uh, because they're, the templates as they stand right now are still very current to, uh, very, they're very similar as to what we had previously and we're trying to move away from that. And so hopefully, you know, we're compiling, we just got that sent today and the student leadership team is sort of compiling all their feedback into a Google Doc so that we can uh, have everybody on the same page and send that over to that same work either tonight or tomorrow morning. Um, besides that, um, our, since the last call, our DCAA Sunday training session wrapped up with the last one being Rick Horowitz, who did a session on opinion writing. And uh, that's the second Rick Horowitz session I've seen, and he's always great. He's really helpful. He's really engaging. And I just want to thank Mike, uh, Mike Julius, for putting all this together and for all the alumni that did take the time uh, to come down and do a session because they're all really valuable and, you know, we always appreciate uh, people taking the time out of their schedules to, to come with us and, you know, give us their advice and give us their tips on, you know, whatever topic they, they came in to discuss. Um, outside of that, uh, we've been having a couple of special issues. Our bar guide came up, I believe, two weeks ago. And our housing guide uh, is coming out next Thursday. Um, also in that Thursday issue, um, we will have our official announcement of the new website and the two-day-a-week print schedule that will begin in the spring semester. So we're pretty excited for that. It's finally a chance to announce that to everybody and, you know, really get ahead of it because in the past couple of weeks, we've had a lot of people ask us. A lot of alumni have come back. Um, Andy Katz actually came in the office earlier this week, and he asked us, you know, are you still, what are you guys printing? You know, are you a weekly? Are you, you know, five days a week? And we've always kind of had to tiptoe around that since we haven't wanted to mention it to anybody that we're, that we're switching production. Uh, but we'll finally be able to 
get out ahead of any, you know, rumors or circulation uh, with a, you know, letter from the editor on Thursday, November 12th. Uh, and also, just one last tidbit, uh, we're playing our flight football game on Saturday against the Badger Herald. Uh, so we're, we've been getting ready for that and having some practices and, you know, really excited to hopefully win again in football. But that's all I've got. Let me ask Jim, this is, uh, Jim, this is, Jim, this is Herman. Uh, hi, Herman. Just to, ba- hi, just to backtrack, so the special sure. sections. Uh, how did the ads go in those special sections? Oh, the ads went really well. Um, so the bar guide uh, with the, I believe Carissa Pinal, our advertising manager, she met with uh, Tina Zavarell, who's on our uh, board of directors and who's um, an ad expert. And they met, when they met for the bar guide, they kind of had difficulty in terms of getting um, with ad deadlines and stuff. Um, to get out and reach out to a lot of bars. We did have a couple bar ads in that bar guide. Uh, but what's really exciting is that for this housing guide that's going to be coming out next Thursday, I believe, I, I, this could be incorrect, but I believe, if I remember correctly from the board meeting last week, I believe there's like $4,000 worth of ads sold. Um, that might be for the week, maybe not for that specific issue. But regardless, $4,000 worth of ads for a week is spectacular. Um, so you know that's really exciting in terms of uh, in, ad, in terms of ad revenues. So um, that's really good financial news on our end. Is Andrew Hom online yet? Um, let me see. Uh, no, I don't think he is. He said okay. he's asking me like how I've been able to connect to the phone. Um, but yeah, I. I don't know. He's he's had a lot of call issues for some reason. I don't know if it's his reception or what. Um, yeah, for what it, more, for what it's worth, I had trouble I had trouble dialing in too, which is why I was late. Okay. Um, one other one last thing I wanted to bring up is uh, um, our Haley Henschel and Abby Becker uh, both started up a Cardinal collection like apparel sale, and the de- the last day to order is tomorrow. Um, I believe they, you know, they've been posting in the DC Alumni Association Facebook page, and um, if if any of you have seen that, you know, hopefully if you get a chance to order, that'd be great. Uh, all the profits from that sale will go directly to the Cardinals, so it's a really good fundraising opportunity for us, and it's a good way to get our get our brand out there in in the form of some clothing and other apparel. Hi, this is Greg Graves. I have a question about. Um, is the announcement that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make any uh, special outreach to your longtime advertisers or other yep. key uh, key people to sort of uh, give them a heads up before the rest of the world knows? Yeah, our, our advertisers, um, we discussed this at the last board meeting from uh, last week, Tuesday, and we kind of came up with a little plan for how Carissa, our ad manager, uh, should go about contacting her advertisers and letting them know. Um, I believe she's prepared a few like written statements and written releases uh, to send to them. But we are we are planning on contacting them ahead of the ahead of the switch and, and making sure they're all on the same page and know about it ahead of time. Good, good. Well, let me ask two questions quick because for those of you who may not have read uh, Andrew's report, 
uh, now Herman, correct me if this is wrong, but he's saying you guys are sitting on about 18 grand right now. Is that right? Uh, life is good. Okay. Yeah, we have, I guess the um, that's in the bank, but uh, we have, um, of course, expenses that would uh, be accrued against that. So I think we're sitting on about a net $7,500 in the bank. Okay, that's important. Um, yeah, which is, uh, which is, which I think is uh, several thousand ahead of last year. It's several thousand ahead of anything, to be honest. Um, the second question I had is, um, now, to my understanding, and that's why I'm at, phrasing it this way, the, uh, the change next semester was going to be phrased as an experiment. Is that still the intent, or has that, that changed? Was, that was the, the board vote was to uh, try it as an experiment. Is that the way it's going to be phrased to the world of large, is my question. We weren't planning on that just because we didn't want to make it seem, um, I guess, weak, I guess could be a term. Um, we wanted to come out and sound like we are very strong and vocal in support of moving to two days. That being said, um, the new management team that will eventually replace um, me and Emily, uh, I know that's going to be an ongoing discussion uh, between them, between the board, because obviously, you know, the board, uh, the board of directors wanted to make sure that, you know, this two-day-a-week cut made sense. And so because of that, we'll be, con we'll be constantly giving them updates um, about the financials of it, about, you know, marketing, uh, how it's being received in the on-campus community. Um, and then that's kind of an ongoing discussion between um, Emily and myself, uh, the incoming team, and then the board, the board of directors, too, to sort of... Um, whether we should transition back to four or stay at two. Um, but for right now, I, I just, I mean, we've talked with uh, Victoria Folk, our marketing director, and, you know, we've, we're kind of all on the same page that, that phrasing it as, uh, as an experiment would really weaken the uh, sincerity and the significance of the announcement. Um, I, I don't, I feel like, I feel like having a release that said, you know, this, we tried it and it didn't work out and we're going to move back to four. You know, I, obviously that's not going to sound great, but I think it sounds better than saying we're going to make this change and we'll see what happens because it might work, it might not work. We want to make it sound like, you know, we've prepared this from all angles, as we have, and we want to make it sound like because of all that research that this is a good decision and not just a, you know, we'll see how it goes. Even though it is an experimental decision, as Herman said, um, but in the, the perception of our readers, we, we don't want, we might not make it sound, you know, like we put a lot of thought into this. Well, there's, not, there's nothing to say that putting a lot of thought into it and having things concerned is just, are disparate. The reason I bring that up is if it's going to be another one of those announcements where it's digital first, blah, 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 anybody with, a, with any experience in this is going to see right through that and say, you have financial problems. That's why I want. That's why I'm asking that question. Every every paper said digital first has basically been doing it for money, and anybody who understands that knows that. So strategy. Yeah, the strategy is not digital first. The strategy yeah. is 
the right message and the right medium at the right time. Yeah, Herman brought exactly. up at a board meeting. I don't know if it was at a board meeting or if it was just a meeting um, on the side, but I remember Herman distinctly saying um, it's about it's not about moving toward a digital first platform and away from print. It's about maximizing the two platforms that we do have. And you know, right now we don't um, we don't have a you know a maximized website. That's very obvious. And and even in some of our print issues, you know, the product can be a lot weaker. And by moving to a new website and a two-day-a-week switch at the same time, uh, we can get our best content into both of the print issues on Monday and Thursdays, and then also constantly update the website um, with fresh breaking news, um, updated stories uh, on, a, on a website that will finally um, hopefully you know, be a lot more dynamic than, than what we have right now on Madison.com. Um, well, let me uh, ask one last question on that. Um, to to your understanding, Jim, and to anybody else on the call once I have added this, has there been a whole lot of additional updates to the site this semester? To the what was that? To the current website, how many have you been doing a lot more updates now? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we try to publish it, you know, things as, as quickly as we can, as quickly as, you know, breaking news gets out. Um, one situation uh, that a big story came down was uh, Scott Walker's concession speech when he left the presidential race. That broke in the middle of the day, and you know, you know, normally uh, in years past we might have sat on that until you know the paper was produced and printed that you know or put that online at you know whatever 11 o'clock at night. Uh, but that was a situation where our state news editor Andrew Hahn uh, contacted us. You know, let us know of the source. I uh, had one of his writers write up a, you know, uh, story using whatever information he could, and we posted that on the on the site right away. Um, breaking, it was up there right away with you know Journal Sentinel, State Journal. It was very out in in front of in front of the news really, and and then a few minutes later we got the confirmation that there would be a speech at the Edgewater Hotel. Uh, just off campus, and you know, we were we were able to get photographers there, um, reporters there, and you know, cover it uh, from a longer perspective. And that, that's what we had in the uh, print paper the next day. I just raise that because again, it's the case. There's a lot of hinging on it, and if it's not starting now, it's not going to immediately jump the minute the semester switches. That's not a magic bell. So yeah, if there's I, not you know. Yeah, I mean, that's just been a transition of, of what this semester has been about. Um, we've kind of been balancing a lot with, you know, four days a week of print production and also trying to get ready for a new website, prepare this new website and develop this new website. And so, I mean, this semester has been a lot of transition, but we are trying to instill in all of our editors that there needs to be an online first mentality. Uh, sports has been doing a really good job of that, uh, especially with you know game updates. They get them online immediately. Um, they publish injury updates. You know Corey Clement, Badgers running back, um, when he got hurt earlier this season, they had something out immediately on that. Um, so, and they're they're uh, those two editors are people that are going to carry over in the next semester. So, I think one thing that's that's worth keeping in mind is that a lot of a lot of people that uh, will, a lot of editors that will be returning in the spring 
have, have really taken on that online first mentality and understand that that's where we're moving to and that's where we need to be. Uh, so, you know, it's all, it's, that's a really good attitude to have, and we're glad that people like that are going to be coming back. As for the others that are leaving, um, we're stressing to them in their training process to make sure that the new editors that will replace them are thinking in an online mentality as well. Um, you know, if there's video or photo assets that would be a great addition to an online story, uh, photo galleries, uh, multimedia projects, related assets, you know, hyperlinks within the story, uh, getting the story up as soon as possible. Um, those are those are transitions and changes that we've been, you know, telling our editors, and we're starting to make those too um, on some of our desks. And so it's just going to be an ongoing process, I feel, of of making sure that people are on that same page. Um, but I'm pretty confident that we can do it. Okay. Last question I'm going to ask, and I'll, I'll leave this topic for now. Uh, is the press release going to go out before you have the website locked up? Uh, yes. That, I mean, we've we the timeline of this website is still on track for uh, the end of December, early January. Um, we've been speaking with the developer, and he's like, you know, when do you want us to send uh, a representative out um, because they're going to send somebody out for a night to sort of discuss the website in depth with all of us and, you know, play around with you know, certain things that we can do on it to maximize its potential. And, you know, they're already talking hotel reservations and, and stuff like that. So, you know, we're not, we're not worried about the, the site getting delayed or anything. Uh, data migration is still ongoing. So, you know, the site is still on track for um, the right time and the right time to launch. Okay, so they, they, is that then worth telling you how long development's going to take at this point? Um, I mean, he said that he said that things would not be off track, and he said that um, you know their their plans to send somebody out are still on track. The data migration process is still ongoing, so um, there's no really no reason to believe that the launch would be delayed at all. I can certainly clarify with him, but there's I mean nothing on our end has indicated that this would be delayed. I would just advise strongly finding out how long the development will take because if you guys aren't having the design finalized yet and it takes mm -hmm. them another six weeks beyond when they have that finalized, mm -hmm. that date of end of the year can be very difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, did Andrew join? No? Okay. He said he was just joining. I don't know if he lost connection or what. I just want to take credit for the work he did. I mean, it's like getting that much revenue is a really good thing. Uh, Cole, put you on. <clears throat> yep. All right. I don't know if everyone had the opportunity to look at the report, but financials have done very little moving since last meeting. We're sitting at just over 22,000 in cash. As a reminder, 15,000 of which is restricted, so that leaves our unrestricted cash available at 7,352 and 85 cents. Very little movement on the endowment balances as well for what it's worth. Uh, I don't know if this made it into last meeting, but we finally got our taxes from last year filed, so those are all taken care of. And some of you may remember that I've been 
in the process of updating our accounting system to an online accounting platform called Cashew, similar to QuickBooks. I am still migrating everything over uh, several hundred, if not close to a thousand individual transactions that need to be manually adjusted to fit in the proper accounts. So I'll offer my apologies that I haven't completed that. I am nearly done and hoping to start the reconciliation process this weekend and find out where we're not matching our bank accounts. So we should be, I can say with confidence for the December meeting, we should have uh, updated financials and ready to, ready to print, if you will, uh, financial statements at the tip of our fingers as well as a, a filing for D&O insurance, which is long overdue, I understand as well. Um, it, we're, uh, any, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it, I want to support you to do it. We did discuss at the last uh, exec committee meeting that we're probably going hello? to, hello, who is this? Wait, oh, hello. hello? Yes? Everyone's still there? I lost somebody. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Hi, Jim Nelson's on here, but I'm having trouble getting in the meeting online. I'm here. Oh, th there is okay, someone online. Sorry. That's why, Jim. Okay. Say that again. I'm in New York. I'm... Nothing's online. Hold on. Anybody trying to get onto the online part of the meeting, it's not on tonight because I'm working from New York right now, and I just can't set it up right now. So. Got it. Um. Okay, so the thing I was just bring up, Cole, was what we discussed about the uh, uh, the funding request level for the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. You want to walk through? Yeah, I believe, and Tony jumped in if I'm mistaken, I believe for the rest of the fall semester, we're putting aside $500, and then for the Spring semester, we're going to set aside, was it 2500 total? Yep. For the spring semester. So, and Jim, you and I touched base a little bit offline as yeah. to what that is and, and what that means. And then I think more importantly, from a planning perspective, so you and senior management can begin allotting that, at least in your minds, for what you're going to want to do the upcoming SINBAM yeah. conferences, knowing that there are going to be certain travel things, stories you want to cover, and the like. Mm. I actually do have one funding request. I don't know if I should do that right now. I mean, you guys can let me know when. Yeah. That would be a good time. It's the right time, I would think. What? It's the right time. It's the middle of finance stuff, so let us hear, let's hear it. Um, there was a – I emailed this uh, to you, Tony, earlier this week. Um, but because of the switch uh, with the website and the two days of print, we figure a lot of that traffic and a lot of that promotion uh, should be coming through social media. Uh, so we were wondering, I'd like to submit a request of $150 uh, for promoted tweets um, and Facebook posts. A lot of these would be geared toward the website and the two days of production, that, like that switch, and a lot of those tweets that will be going to announce that. Um, the, I looked up like Facebook and Twitter engagements and, and things like that. It varies 
depending on uh, how many engagements you get with a certain post. Uh, so that's why, like, the cost is kind of tough to um, predict at times. Um, but I feel like $150 would be a really good amount to um, to get those tweets out uh, to a larger audience and really circulate that information so that people understand, you know, where we're where we're going, like where we're coming from, and, and what we plan to do with our new platform. Jim, can I make a suggestion, and maybe for the the board's consideration as well? Sure. Is if you don't have data already, perhaps this is something you guys can do internally with, say, a fifty dollar budget. Okay. Do that in more of the immediate term. Track your results, what kind of page views you're getting, what kind of additions to uh, likes and followers you're getting on both platforms based on the dollar amounts spent, and then put together a little bit more of a comprehensive data set for consideration. If you guys deem that it was successful or worth its weight in gold, so to speak, come back with a funding request specifically <clears throat> with those data points and a, a a better sense of what 100 or 150 or whatever amount you're requesting is going to get you. A, yeah, a projection, works. if you will. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Can, um, I, can, I, um, can I chime in? This is Anna. Yeah, sure. Um, I am actually uh, Haley, or, or I reached out to Haley because I saw that you guys were trying to get the swag pushed. Um, yeah. And I actually work at Facebook, and I get a ad credit, so I wanted to like pro bono give you guys $150 and run ads for the next like 24 hours on Facebook and Instagram. Um, there's like no charge to you guys or anything. It, I just have to be made an admin of the page, and we'll get some data points. I'll basically um, target anyone that likes the Facebook page, anyone that has in their profile that they like worked at. Uh, the Daily Cardinal, um, so we'll get data points from that. And if you want me to run anything pro bono from what you just said, too, I can also put my ad credit towards that. I'm happy to okay. do that. Um, Thank you. That is fantastic. Yeah, Haley, Haley actually just messaged me on Facebook and, and asked me to make you an admin. So um, I'm in the process of, of navigating to do that right now. Um, okay. I think... I think it would be good, um, to Cole's point, I think it might be good if we use um, the internal the internal like fifty dollar budget um, to start off with for Yeah, I think it's I think it'd be good to do like a fifty dollar like three day uh, like sort of test campaign to see yeah. what what is working and who you guys are um, but we can chat offline. I have a lot of information from Facebook and Instagram that we can talk about okay. specifically yeah, for the demographic. Would it, you know, as Cole said, like if we were to you know to do this like internally and then you know realize that oh this is great you know I wish we had more money to do this would that be something that I could submit uh, as a request um, to the board over email you know in a couple weeks or so before our next meeting just because you know waiting. Uh, waiting until December might take a little a little too long, uh, and we could lose some momentum on that. Uh, would that be something that we could sort of expedite over email if possible? Yeah, absolutely. If you'll funnel it through to me again with some of those data points, and 
uh, maybe some tidbits from Anna. I can get that out to the, the rest of the board, Jim. That'd be great. Okay, sounds good. And I mean, it won't it won't happen for a little while since we'll wait until the announcement and we'll wait until our own results from that. Um, but I will let you know. I'll I, I can let you know either way if it was uh, successful or not. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay. Um, so just as a recap, we're saying that for this semester we're capping at 500. For next semester we're capping at 1,000. That's still what my understanding is, Cole. Say the last part one more time, Tony. We're, ca we're capping this semester at 500. We're capping next semester at 1,000. So 12, 1,500 for the rest of the year at this point. 1,500 for the rest of the year. Yep. Okay. Uh, part of that is that Herman um, is that we, when we discussed this last uh, meeting, we figured that we'd keep the rest in reserve in case it was needed for next fall. Okay. So if there's something that that uh, if if things don't if things have issues, that we at least have money to back up any other moves you want to make at that point. Good. Thank you. No problem. Um, okay. Uh, Cole, you're off the hook if you want to be. Thank you. Yeah, I got to hop off. Take care, everyone. Thanks. Thanks, Cole. Bye. Uh, uh, Caitlin? Yeah, I'm here. You're, uh, you're off. Okay, cool. So um, in terms of the newsletter, um, we have our alum update from Mike as well as a photo to go along with that. So the only kind of you know next major piece that we want to include or that we need would be the update from Jim. Um, since there's going to be the press release going out about the publishing schedule, Tony, was there any sort of direction or things that you wanted to make sure that Jim hit on in that letter from the EIC that we include? Well, I'd obviously highlight not just that, but other things that are going on in the paper, because if you hinge everything on that, part of the thing is, Jim, that no matter how you sugarcoat it to the alums, they're not going to be terribly happy with going to two-day. So highlighting yeah. the website as much as possible, highlighting social media as much as possible, highlighting any articles you guys have done, anything to keep the spin positive. Because like I said, it, again, it may be the very much the right decision, but unless you want to be fielding calls from pissed-off alums, it's easier just to say, hey, this is what we're doing going forward. The rest of it, they won't need. It's it, it, none of their business, to be honest. The rest of it's none of their business. That's your business decision. But showing, showing forward movement and what you're doing to improve will always come over well. Yep, for sure. And then, Jim, do you have okay. any, um, any like good photos of Andy Katz talking to the staff from when he dropped in this week? Because um, if I you have anything I... like that, we can include a photo of him talking or maybe a photo from some of the training sessions, too. Um, again, kind of just to show the engagement between the alums and the staff. Yeah, I took I took several of any cats um, just for Twitter to tweet it out, um, and I can I can definitely send you one um, with the newsletter. Would you like me to get that to you like by the end of the night, by tomorrow? Um, by by tomorrow is fine, um, and then okay. we'll take a look at it and see if you know if they're good and worth plugging in there. But it would just be an, another nice asset to have, and then. Just in general, in the newsletter, we had our highest open rate um, last month. Usually our open rate is around 20%. Um, but uh, Mike Warringer very smartly tweaked the opening subject line, and that shot up to around 26%. So um, we're going to keep playing around with the format and some of these other tricks to see if we can get uh, more people engaged and more people reading the newsletter on a consistent basis. Okay. Uh, hey, 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 this is Mike. Oh. Oh, hey, Mike. 
Hey, um, I think I have a – I took a picture of Jim Nelson uh, at the first training session. I might have posted that on the, the DCAA Facebook page, but if, if you can't grab that photo from there, I'd be happy to, to email you that photo um, and maybe one other one if you wanted to use those. I'm not okay. sure you used them. Yeah, I don't know if you used them already or not. I can't remember. We definitely haven't used them in the newsletter. Okay. Then, then um, I'll, I'll, after the meeting, I'll email you. I think I, I know I have at least one picture, maybe two, and um, along with some text about the sessions and how they just wrapped up. Okay, that would be great. Um, Caitlin, the one thing I noticed in uh, just kind of peeking in and seeing what's going on is that they now show the uh, web versus mobile views. And if I saw uh, correctly, it was like 54% mobile, 46% regular. Uh, I know that Mike's been looking at doing the mobile thing, the mobile layout. Is that is that accelerating now because of that? Um, that Mike was definitely looking at it. Um, we weren't able to get a mobile, a more mobile-friendly layout together in time to get the last newsletter out. Um, but it's definitely that, something that we're going to try to do for this next, if not this next one, um, then the the one following it. It kind of it depends on both of our work schedules um, and trying to get the, the time to play around with that and get it set up. But, um, yeah, it was definitely looking at those statistics and then also knowing, you know, more anecdotally, a lot more people are looking at emails on their phone than they are on their laptop. So as much as we can do to accommodate that, uh, the better. Uh, can I offer a, a suggestion? Sure. If you, can't do this, if you can't do it this time, no problem. Maybe just put a little thing at the very top or close to the top saying, hi, we know that this is your, we know that a lot more you're doing this and we're working on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we can definitely add something like that in if we're not able to get it um, in line for the next one. Because I can totally understand that. Yeah. But I think, I think that'll go over well if people think that, you know, paying attention. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, Naomi, I thought you were on. Yes, I am here. Wait, hold on. Let's make sure you guys are hearing me correctly here. Flip phone. Um, because my laptop is down. So, um, so yeah, on the social schedule, um, which I will email to you, but it's locked on my computer and I have a new router for Wi-Fi that isn't set up yet. So, um, so yeah, the schedule as it's going to start, I'm going to take care of all of November, um, posting three times a week um, to Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Obviously, the material will be um, a collection of relevant, especially on Twitter, relevant um, cardinal stories, um, which is to say broad that alumni would care about. Um, obviously, the newsletter um, as we go or pieces of that. And um, twice a week to LinkedIn. Um, Anthony, I still need that, obviously, the passwords yeah. for everything here. But um, And um, the Facebook posts will be more journalism, job-related intern things, and kind of I'm going to send a call out, especially on LinkedIn also, to have people send me content. 
jobs, things like that, that they think they want to, you know, kind of make sure we push out widely and um, or any offers to, Anthony, things we've talked about, about offers to, you know, if you know about internships, especially at this point, it needs to start now, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, so that's how I'd like to start that Monday. Um, and then I think by December, I will hope to have recruited at least one other person to kind of divide and conquer here. Um, okay. But that's the tentative sketch. Hey, Naomi, I'm I'm happy to help out on Twitter. Um, I've been trying to set up a Hootsuite for a while now, but um, okay. Wait, is it Sam? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. So we Perfect. can we can think off offline about like the schedule or something. Yep. I'll send you a note. Um, excellent. Okay. Any questions for anybody? Hearing none, rock the fun. Mr. Julie, you're up. All right. Um, well, the, the last of the seven training sessions uh, was held recently. Um, we started in early September and uh, with um, um, writing for the web, and we finished with opinion writing by Rick Horowitz, as Jim Dayton pointed out. You know, I, I wanted to point out that Rick Horowitz isn't even an alum. He's, uh, I, I know him because... Uh, he married uh, um, a woman who used to be the copy desk chief at the Milwaukee Journal, and oh, okay. so uh, he he is a you know nationally known trainer and writer, an opinion writer, and he gave it a he volunteered last year to do an opinion session, and it went really well, and uh, this year he did it again, invited some more people, and um, I think Jim said it, it went pretty well too. He's he's really good at engaging the students and, and interacting with them during the one hour that he has. He also has uh, he also has given advice outside of that training session to individuals on the cardinal staff uh, who have questions or who sent them sent him columns and he gives them feedback back to them. Um, I mean he does this really all on his own. It's 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 really been amazing that he even volunteered to do this since he's not an alum. But uh, the other six trainers, all alums, um, all volunteered their time. Um, I worked with Jim in advance of that to get an idea of what kind of training the staff wanted and needed. Uh, each session, um, I'm pretty sure each session also had an online element to it. So um, I think we were reminding the staff at all the seven training sessions that that you need to start thinking about online first and transitioning to a new platform at the beginning of the second semester. And I think that the staff has been taking that to heart. And uh, I think it's beginning to show, even on the, the, the Madison.com site, you can see that there are updates coming in. So I think uh, by and large, the students are buying into this uh, new platform and getting good training on how to how to get that done. Um, we averaged about 12 to 15 students per session, which is pretty decent. Um, last year, we had uh, a small, uh, 
of only only three students at one session and 35 students at another. So it was pretty wildly up and down. This time it's been pretty even, and a lot of faces, a lot of the same faces showing up at each of the sessions. And the one, the two that I were at, um, uh, there were students who were actually engaged in, you know, asking questions of the trainer. So, um, so I think that that worked out okay. We've already got four trainers lined up for the second semester. Um, so I think uh, what I'll probably do is offline after the meeting's done, sometime between now and, and December, work with Jim to figure out, you know, what kind of training schedule we should be on, when the first one should start, you know, should we keep it on Sundays, can we do a Skype one involving someone who can't get to Madison, um, those types of things. I don't think I'll want to do seven training sessions in the spring. However, given the fact that they will have this on the new online presence, I think we'll probably see how that's going. And I think that I'll probably get an email or a call from Jim uh, asking like at a moment's notice, hey, can we get training on this or can we get training on that? So I want to remain a little flexible in the second semester with uh, a schedule just to, to see how the new web page is launched and, and what kind of difficulties that might uh, bring up. Um, well, let's see. I guess that's about it. I think that the, I think the training sessions went pretty well. Um, again, I'm kind of, uh, I have some boundaries, you know, given the volunteers that I do get to do the training. Um, so I try to design the, the training to try to meet the needs of the staff while also trying to fit into the talents of the trainer. So um, I guess I'd have to ask Jim how they all work out, but I'm, I'm pretty sure most of them turned out okay. In terms of the training? Yes. Yeah, I would say I would say uh, a lot of them were very helpful. Um, obviously, some were more helpful than others, um, but they all sort of filled a certain role and sort of met a certain need that we needed. Uh, so that was obviously really beneficial for us. And you know, I like you said, 12 to 15 people for an average is a decent number. I really wish I could have gotten more people there. Um, there were some, there were some sessions where I was disappointed with the turnout. Um, there were others where I was really encouraged and um, pleased with the turnout. Um, so I'm hoping that uh, for these spring semester sessions, you know, we can, you know, get more, get more sessions that you know that people will want to come to and, and will find really helpful for them going forward. Okay, Mr. Sherman, I have, I have a request. So, so the the training sessions actually have been, uh, you know, far exceeded my my wildest expectations. I mean, they they have been fantastic. And thanks to all who have participated. However, we need to reach out to some business oriented uh, types because we have, on the business side of the shop, um, you know. A lot of interest in, uh, you know, Daily Cardinal uh, University, but we don't have as many presenters as we would like. So I, I think it's really important that we beef up that side of the uh, that side of the aisle so that we have offerings that serve everyone well. So That's anything, a great we, can do, <laughs> anything we can uh, Herman, do to I'm reinforce. Uh, an update on that, Herman. We have What's people. That? We have people. 
now it's just a matter of uh, uh, I'll coordinate with Mike and yourself about uh, figuring out when and how. There, there's at least three or four who are interested. Yeah, I, yeah. This is Mike. I got a list from Tony earlier this semester. Uh, a bunch of people um, volunteered. So um, I think now that this training session is over with, um, I'll try to reach out to the three or four who, who legitimately, you know, can get to Madison. And I'll um, I'll put together, I'll see when they're available, and I'll work with Jim to see what Sundays we can start at. You know, we could have a session, you know, on a Sunday that featured uh, one editorial trainer and one business trainer at the same time. So they're, they're actually different staffs, and, and uh, so we could do two training sessions in one day from both sides, and that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, it'd be great. Okay. Um, any, uh, anything? Oh, sorry. Um, one question I want to ask just for myself, Mike. Uh, did you need me to prep anything? Did you want to do the uh, resume thing again, or do I need to just not worry about this here? Well, I'd like you to do the resume thing, and I'll work with Jim to see when we want to do that. I, I think, I don't think waiting until the end of the semester or near, you know, halfway or at the end of the training session might be almost too late for that one. But mm -hmm. I, I don't really, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to. Maybe, Jim, maybe if you um, can just sort of ask around in the next month or two, you know, when when are students putting together resumes for, you know, summer work and, and for the next school year? Uh, maybe if if I know that they're putting together the resumes in January, then, or early February, maybe that's the first training session we have is on resumes, because it's a really good session. Tony, yeah, Tony, do a nice job on it. So, so maybe let's maybe Jim and I'll talk offline and see whether that should be first or last. Yeah, we can talk okay. later on. I think I think earlier in the semester would probably be better. Early? Did you say like, early in the semester? Yeah, because honestly, a lot of job applications are are going on right now. Um, so, you know, they they really they really recruit early. And I think if we were to do this in, you know, say February or sometime around there, I think that that would probably make the most sense, you know, since there, I mean, obviously this is a really early wave of job applications, but, you know, so long as we weren't waiting too long so that, you know, we were missing like the second and third waves of job applications and sort of just getting ahead of that. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Makes sense. Um, the, uh, Allison, do you have anything to update? Yeah, we had about a dozen students sign up looking for mentors last year. This year the number was 17, so that's a nice improvement. Um, but as I've detailed in, I think this was maybe two months ago now in my report, the follow-through last year was very lacking. Um, we had mentors saying that students didn't follow up, but more so we had students saying that mentors either didn't respond to the initial email or didn't follow up after one or two interactions. And so it felt like, you know, a lot of people came away from it disappointed. I had a few that were very pleased with the matches, but overall, you know, it was not what I would have hoped. Um, so what I'm trying for this year is to create more of a connection between the students and the mentors up front. I'm getting a lot more information from the students through a Google form where I just, I just kind of want to get a little bit more about them. So the mentors have a, something a little bit more to latch on to and connect with up front and 
I'll be following up with people more so this year than last. Um, that form is in the students' inbox now, and I'm hoping if we can find the right fits to have everyone paired off by um, by uh, Thanksgiving break. Nice. Very nice. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, one thing I would ask for from the board, um, any thoughts on... I don't know how to kind of spark that engagement and kind of get that relationship going. So there's only so much of that you can really enforce, you know, but I do want to do my best to facilitate it as best as possible. The one idea I had was if I know of mentors who are very excited about it and are very willing to get involved, then, you know, they can talk to, you know, two students or three if we have to. But just as long as that connection is going to be there, you know, and the mentor doesn't mind, that's one of the ideas I had. I wonder if anyone else has thoughts. Um, the engagement's always tricky. I know that. Um, I mean, I've had I've had good success, but this, a lot of it's been to uh, just not waiting for the student to talk to give me a call. Unfortunately, Cole's off the line. He was one of my the people I mentored. Um, I know Allison has the same thing, which she did with uh, Aaron and a couple other people. Uh, a lot of it is not taking is taking the initiative and not feeling like it's all on the students. That's a lot of it. Right. I mean, I remember part of the reason I took on the mentorship committee was because, you know, as nice as my mentor was, we really, I think we emailed once. And then one time I called Freda her heard for a little bit of advice and it was just kind of out of her range of expertise and it was not a productive phone call and we didn't get in contact after that. So that went kind of both ways, I think. And it sounds like that's sort of what's happening here as well. So yeah, I don't know. It's sort of tough to think of how I really get that conversation going and make sure that people follow up. I can't really, you know, put a gun to their head. So we just need to find mentors that are eager, I think. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's a case of how you vet them. I mean, I hate to put it that way. No, I know what Not you mean. Last them. year we had some really impressive names on the mentorship list. I think we had a lot of, you know, and they were in the exact fields that the students wanted. But if they weren't themselves, you know, extremely excited about the program, part of the downside of having big names is that they're very busy people, and I think it made it hard, harder for them to follow up if they didn't actually have that spark. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Um, okay, I mean, if it's the case if you think that you do see more vetting and things like that, I'm willing to help with that if you think, you know, to sit and talk to the students and say, what are you looking for, and blah, 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 like, uh, not interview, because that sounds kind of formal, but you know what I mean? Just get an idea of what they're looking for rather than just like a, a paper thing. I know it's more work, et cetera, et cetera. But if, if you think that would help, I'll be happy to help. Yeah, I'll let you know. Um, and again, we'll see what the students are looking for this time around and who's available. And then I might change some of those names off of you and other folks who know them better than I would. Okay. Allison, this is Mike Julie. Um, if you are lacking mentors in a certain area, just let me know mm -hmm. because I, I still have access to a ton of people in the Journal Sentinel newsroom who are not alumni, but who uh, I'm sure would, would be able to ask or answer any questions that someone might have. So yes, um, that would be yeah, just let me know. Mm -hmm. And uh, honestly, one of the places last year that we really 
we're reaching out to anybody and everybody. Look, we had a lot of sports journalist requests, and a lot of those mentors, I kind of, you know, initially said they would do it and then kind of backed out, and it became much more difficult. So any, any of those guys in that department would be willing to give just a couple, you know, minutes of their time as needed. That would be great. Yeah, the the Packer uh, people are usually going to be really busy. Right, that's right, prob- right. That's probably what happened last year. So mm-hmm. uh, if, you know, and I think I can find someone in the sports department who would, uh, outside of the Packer writers who might be able to talk, and then I I could even, I might be able to even answer some of their questions or, or help them out too. So yeah, yeah that would be fantastic. Let me, let me know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and let's I remember should say to- that. Oh, Sorry, go ahead. I was just, just going to say, let's also remember that we have uh, have the uh, business side of the shop that needs mentors as well. Yes, Sometimes. and actually we've already gotten at least one of them. Last year, none of them responded to the call for uh, people interested in mentors. This year, we have at least one so far. And I don't know, Jim, if uh, based on the names, if anyone else is from that side of the office. Um, I, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at the sign-up sheet. Um, we sort of circulated on our Facebook page, like our just like our in-office um, Facebook group uh, mm-hmm. for more social stuff. And we did reach out to some people on the business team to put their names down if they were interested. But I don't know, I can't say for certain if there was you know, any more than one person that you can confirm. Um, I'd have to go back and look. Sure. Yeah, I know we've at least got one this year, which is one more than last. But we have so many of those resources. It's you know, good to good to tap into that as well. So. Yeah, for sure. And thanks again, Jim, for rounding up uh, that big of a crowd. That's uh, that bodes very well. We just gotta find the right mentors for him. So. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for putting it together. Sounds like fantastic effort on that part. Thank you. Um, let's see. Uh, I know the scholarship stuff. Uh, Herman, I know that... Um, oh, sorry, uh, I'm skipping over. Uh, any other questions on education? Hearing none. Anna, you're up talking about the 125th. Sure. Um, so, a few updates. Um, we have confirmed that the both the center for Journalism Ethics and the Wisconsin Center for Investigative Journalism will be having events during that same weekend. Um, so basically, we'll want to like try to partner with them to see how uh, we can work with our panels or whatever sort of events we have um, to kind of collaborate on um, hosting like similar events or speaker series. Uh, we also found out that the Journalism Awards Banquet will not be happening that weekend, so that kind of frees up that Friday night for us if we wanted, or if, I don't know, sort of for our agenda, uh, if alums want to have that night to meet separately with, you know, their own friends, things like that. Um, for the venues, we are still working on confirming the Institutes for Discovery. Herman will update us with that when... He has uh, kind of locked that down, but our backup is the Concourse Hotel still. Um, As for the committee, so I don't know if you guys saw, but I posted just a very brief eight-question survey in our Facebook group, and we got uh, 28 responses, uh, roughly 10 people that said they would want to volunteer. 
Um, and then we got a lot of good feedback about the 120th and feedback about where we could improve. So I posted uh, on our wiki the kind of the the what what people liked about the 120th and then what we can improve upon. So basically, it seemed like everyone really enjoyed uh, the 120th. Um, a lot of people said, you know, it's great to see uh, a range of the attendees from all different decades. It was wonderful to um, hear from the, the panel. Um, we, we got feedback from students saying it was really it was really great to hear, you know, about their careers and what was valuable from their learnings of working at the Daily Cardinal. Um, the trends about the feedback, a lot of people were asking about how much money was actually raised during it. Um, so that was one of the things that Herman and I talked about, maybe how we can how we can get some of the bigger donors to maybe during that weekend donate money to the Daily Cardinal. Um, whether it's similar to we did the the photography uh, exhibit, um, we'll 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 come together with the committee to brainstorm there. Um, there was also feedback about seeing if there could be um, like a discounted uh, admission rate for recent graduates, perhaps maybe if they had graduated, I don't know, in the last like three or four years. I there were a couple responses saying that it was a little bit um, high price of admission, but um, and then yeah, other other feedback was that. I guess they wanted a little bit more personal storytelling. Um, so Herman and I thought about maybe doing um, sort of panels or group breakout sessions that might be related to editorial and then advertising and business, um, because it seems like we focus a lot on um, reporting and editorial, and we kind of forget about you know the business managers. Um, so, so it was kind of in line with what we were thinking and with the feedback that we got. And that doesn't, none of them um, bad or surprising. That, that's actually better than I would have thought the response would have been, uh, speaking for myself. And yeah, I think a lot of these suggestions should be entirely possible, don't you think? Definitely. Yeah, I think it was really, uh, I was surprised. I didn't think it would get so many people, but um, yeah. Yeah, the feedback is all really good. So I think the next steps is that Herman and I have um, a list of to-dos and then to reach out to the people that said that they want to volunteer and then have an actual um, uh, meeting to discuss like how people or where people want to either lead or uh, work, whether it's on the getting the panelists, uh, working with the venue, working with marketing, things like that. Cool. Um, that sounds fantastic. Uh, any other questions for Anna on this? Okay, hearing none, let's uh, move on to the scholarship part. This is, I know that uh, Sharon couldn't make it tonight, so I wanted to go over something quick. Um, Herman, you and I need to talk offline briefly, and I think we need to figure out uh, what else we need to promote because the initial uh, Jim has seen this already. The initial poster that we wanted to put up for the scholarships didn't cover all of them. And right. 
you know what I mean? Uh, it, it only covered one of them, not all of them. So we need to make sure we have everything put together. I need to talk to Jim Nelson as well to see if, if his scholarship will be out and ready by then. Um, uh, speaking of which, uh, Mike, Julie, you and I need to circle back and get together a release for the uh, the PAC scholarship. We said, I know we're just waiting on something from the senator, and I don't think uh, Jim has that yet. But we may just have a quick uh, round back and figure that figure that out. Okay. Yeah. yeah shoot me an email, and, and we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, okay, so we'll see what's next. Sorry, I apologize. I'm trying to take some notes of some things here, too. Uh, we're up to fundraising, and again, uh, I think we may be calling the fundraising at, the, at this point for this year. Um, I would have liked to go on to 25000 this year, uh, but to do so means in the next, like, Eight weeks or so, we need to get people to get in their 4,800 together, and I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, I know we're going to start planning for uh, cranking out for the next semester, and I think uh, last time, last year, it cost us, I want to say, 1,500 to do, which wasn't that expensive, and we got a hell of a turn. We got a hell of a bang for our buck for 1,500. Um, so we got to kind of plan for that as well. Um, what else? Uh, if there's anybody else who wants to. Uh, circle back with me on that separately. I appreciate it. Um, what else? Uh, under new business, I was going to ask, is there anything that we should be doing that we're not? I mean, is there anything we're missing anything or we're off a of step or uh, that could be from Jim's angles and students are looking for? Do anybody else have any thoughts on that? Um, nothing comes to mind right now, um, but I can always let you know if we if we have a pressing need. Okay. Um, maybe any of the other board members. We think that the, are we hitting? I think we're hitting stride on everything we're working on. Uh, I would think everybody would agree with that. I do. I guess the uh, the only thing that comes to mind for me circles back to the uh, the one twenty fifth. Uh, at some point. Somebody's going to have to write a check to reserve, um, you know, to confirm reservations for whatever venue we end up with. So we should make sure that we have enough till, enough money in the till uh, to make that happen for whatever amount that will be. Hmm. I, w I would agree. I would agree. Okay. Uh, if you when, when you start having uh, closer figures, you'll get something sent over. Okay. Cool. Um, okay, anybody else? Hey, Tony, it's Mark. Yeah, hey. I don't have, um, I still don't have any of the video that I've asked for from any of those people. I'm not sure what to do, because uh, Abigail, Vince, Nancy, they've all said they're going to send stuff, but I, I never get it. Okay, I'll... I'll hammer on a couple of them. I know I know why Vince is Vince trying to deal with the fact that the student uh, government of Oshkosh is trying to throw him out of his job. Um, I'll see what else I can uh, get on that, though. I'll make a couple of calls. Okay, so I should have uh, done by next week, but I don't have anything else to work with. And, I mean, I've written everybody several times, and 
you know, I, I could keep doing it, but at some point you're like, are they just um, ignoring me or what? I don't know. Agreed. Agreed. Let me see if I can find out. Um, okay. No, but thanks for that, Mark. And also, uh, congrats on your uh, uh, announcement today. Oh, thank you. That was fantastic. It's good to hear. Um, yeah. What's the announcement? Oh, just that we, uh, my nonprofit got a grant from uh, the State Bar Association for a wrongful convictions documentary we are working on. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, one last thing I'm going to add is that um, if anybody knows any technical writers looking for jobs, my company is still hiring. So, And I think they're ridiculously fantastic. So pass anything on you know. Uh, if there's nothing else, I think we need to, I think our, uh, our exec committee meeting will probably be, let me check the calendar. Um, I don't think there's anything this much off why we need to catch on this, but uh, I'm guessing it would be the 18th, it looks like. Uh, and I don't think there's anything that's that stressful to knock out, but we'll we'll double check. Uh, does that, uh, Nancy, Mike, uh, is that a good date still? I think it is for me. Okay. I think so. Okay. Um, and I don't think there's anything we need to cover off of. If there is, I'll circle back with you. Uh, anything else for anybody? No. In the executive board scope, Tony, I'm going to need to circle back with you on that. But I'll just cool. talk, call, give you a call offline. Sounds good. Uh, and I, I will circle back with Mike on the next steps to make sure we call those out in the minutes. And if there's no further objection, uh, I would say we can adjourn. So no objection. We're done. Thank you, everybody. Much appreciate your time. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, and thanks again for all you guys do. Thank Thank everyone. Thank everyone. Okay. Right. So, Tony, are you there? No, I guess not.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.